I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not and, as um, simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. This is the Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Now, here's Chelsea Messenger and Michael Jenkins. Who are you rooting for? Like when it comes to fan math, if a team beats you in the semifinals, do you root for that team to win? Uh, so people say, oh, well, that was the best team. You know, Texas lost to the best team. Or do you root for the other side and say, God, I hate Washington? No, I don't. I think Washington is, and that was proven. It was close, but I think Washington is a better team than Texas. I'd like to see Washington win it. And I like I like Michigan. I do. But I... I would like to see Washington pull it off. I don't think they're going to. My handicap is that Michigan is going to win this game. I think Michigan is the best team in the country, has been all season. We've seen that, and we can debate that. But I would like to see Washington win. There's no shame. First of all, there's no shame in losing in the semifinal of the college football playoff. But I would. it would be nicer to say, hey, we lost to the eventual national champions. You know? So go Washington. Why not? Double D, I, Double D loves Washington. I love Michigan. We have gone back and forth on how this game is going to play out. And right now, the Wolverines are favored by four and a half points. Let me pose the same question to you. If a team beats you, do you get angry at that team and you say, screw you guys, hope you get crushed? Or do you root for them and say, well, at least we lost to the champs? I think the correct answer in fan math is you root for the team that beat you. So you can say, well, we lost to the eventual national champions. You know, what are you going to do? Only if that team is not your rival and only if that team was not running their mouth. Because I do feel like there are certain situations where you can't root for this team. Like think about, you know, if it was two teams from the SEC and say they're like rivals uh, and they play in a semifinal game they're still not going to be rooting for their rival in the national championship game. So I think most of the time, 90% of the time, you should be rooting for the team that beat you. Unless it's 10% of the time you played a rival. Yeah, that's true. I would love to be able to say, hey, we won the Big 12. We lost to our arch rival, a top 25 team, in the final 15 seconds of the game. And then our other loss was to the eventual national champion. That is... Pretty solid. I will take that every single time. So, yesterday, we were debating what is going to happen in this game. And again, Michigan laying four and a half. Michigan is minus 190 on the money line. Washington is plus 155. Total is now 56 and a hook, so up from 55 and a hook. I have given my spiel on Michigan. And I'll do it again, perhaps later. I want Double D to come in at some point. And I think he got cut off yesterday. We got to make sure this guy gets his full speed. Oh, look at this guy bowing up behind the microphone. He's all ready to go. All right, Double D, we were a victim of time yesterday. 
And I feel like you had to rush your analysis, which isn't fair because I went on for like 14 minutes. And then we're like, Double D, give us your analysis in 20 seconds. So tell me why you think Washington is going. You think Washington is going to win outright, correct? Absolutely, 100%. I think Washington's going to win outright. They, they have the more talented team as far as offenses go. I, I'll say this much. You are right about the defense. But here's the thing. Everybody's been saying this all year long. Washington's defense is going to let them down. Washington's defense is going to let them down. But when it counts the most, this defense has a tendency to show up and make plays, whether it be against Oregon, Oregon State, uh, Washington State, against Texas. I mean, Texas was having their way moving up and down the field. But when it, I don't care what happens between the 20s. 20 to 20, I don't care. Inside that red zone, for some reason, that Washington team does seem to get a little more, a little more mean, a little more aggressive, and it, and they do tend to to hold people to field goals and what have you. So I, I think the defense, yeah, may give up a lot of yards, but inside that 20, if you're only giving up field goals against an offense that, that is this elite that you're not going to stop every single time. Yeah, you might stop them here and there, but you're not going to stop them from scoring touchdowns every single time. That's what it's going to come down to to me, and I think Washington's defense is good enough to hold Michigan to field goals. So, Chelsea, you were in the middle yesterday. I'm on one side, Double D's on the other, and you're like, I'm not quite sure. Overnight, have you changed your opinion? Do you lean one way or the other now? Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Well, I'm in the middle when it comes to a money line play. I think I am on right. points in Washington because I think this is a great team that is built to come from behind. So if they are in that scenario, because I am 100% with you when it comes to Michigan in the trenches, this is a very physical team that has been used to standing the line of scrimmage. But I will point out this. Washington's offensive line actually won the award for best offensive line in the country. I didn't even know that. I found that out yesterday. So maybe we should be giving this offensive line for Washington a little bit more credit. But when it comes to the college game, it feels to me when you have a fantastic quarterback and multiple NFL caliber receivers, this is the cheat code. Like, look at the years where LSU had Joe Burrow and all of that talent at wide receiver. That offense was unstoppable. And I'm not saying Washington is those years LSU or comparable because that was one of the best teams in college football history. 
But still, you get what I mean. I feel like no matter how good a secondary is in college, the depth just isn't there, especially when mm-hmm. it's more than one star receiver. Because David brought this up the other day. Did Michigan stop Marvin Harrison Jr.? No, they absolutely did stop him. You know, he had a, a monster game. They did win that game. But how about when there's more than one star receiver? How is that going to go for you? So I feel like this is just a team that is more than capable of playing from behind. And that's what you want when you're taking the points with a team, when it's more than a field goal. So I think I'll take the points with uh, Washington. That way I have more than one outcome covered. I think there's a chance that Washington wins on the money line. Mm -hmm. And I think that there is a chance that they can keep it close enough to at least cover the four and a half. I believe that the Michigan defense will not dominate this game. I know Double D believes Washington will get stops between the 20s or outside the 20s in the red zone. I think it's Michigan that is going to get those stops. And you're right about Marvin Harrison Jr. However, the key to me, the key to this game is Washington not being able to stop Michigan defensively. Washington does not have the defense. In the college football semifinal versus Texas, Texas fumbled the ball twice. Texas did not play good football. They were off kilter on offense, never really put it together. And Texas still had a chance to win that game at the end of the game on the final play. Texas never led during that game. And Texas still had a chance to win because the Washington defense could not stop them even at 60, 65%. And you talk about Ohio State. Yes, Michigan had a hard time with Marvin Harrison Jr. Michael Penix will get his. Ohio State has the number three total defense in the country. Michigan moved the ball against Ohio State. So they will be able to move the ball against Washington. When you look at the Michigan defense in a lot of categories, number one in the country. If there is any defense built to get a handful of stops on Washington, it is Michigan. And I said this yesterday, because Michigan doesn't play a sexy brand of football, because they're not necessarily exciting to watch, they're old school. They just line up and they hit you in the mouth, and then McCarthy throws when he has to, and they run the ball. And there's nothing thrilling about that. When you watch Washington, it's exciting. So I think there's a, you build into that excitement. You say, man, how is Michigan to stop Washington? You have to let that go and just look at the X's and O's because if you want to talk about exciting, Washington is definitely the more exciting team, but I think you're ignoring that Michigan is better in the trenches and a much better defense. Well, I also think that it's important to look at the market because in sports betting, it's not just X's and O's. It's how has the market treated this team all season Mm -hmm. long? And all season long, Washington has been underrated. The past two games, they have been underdogs. 10-point dogs against Oregon. Three and a half point dogs against Texas. That was the closing line. We got four and a half at the open. And what do they do? They won both of those games outright. So I still feel like Washington is a team that's being overlooked because they play in the Pac-12. How many people could name the head coach of Washington before this week? I would say not that many. I hadn't even heard of his name, you know, that many times before this season, despite his amazing track record. So I still feel like Washington is being a touch undervalued. Well, we're going to find out soon enough. For more, listen to The Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Weekday mornings from 6 to 9 Eastern on the BetQL Network, the Odyssey app, or wherever you get your podcasts.